Hey everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And we're continuing with our series on finalists for the 2021 Youth Innovation Showcase. And today we're speaking with Jessica Tang, a grade 11 student at Fraser Heights Secondary in Surrey, British Columbia. And her innovation was a novel deep reinforcement learning controller for indoor farming. Really cool stuff. Uh, hey, Jessica, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing really good. So this innovation that you came up with, it's essentially, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's essentially an AI controller that uh, aids in watering of farming so that essentially the plants are getting just the perfect amount of watering, which is better than, say, you know, a human, you know, trying to figure out how much water all of the plants needs. Am I getting that right? Yeah, um, so water is one of the components, and it also takes in different um, other factors in the environment, like carbon levels and like the important things, sunlight or artificial light in this case, because it's indoor farming. Okay, so the, the whole everything that's needed to grow these plants, uh, the AI is measuring the levels uh, for, um, uh, you know, effective optimization, right? Mm hmm. Awesome. So where did this come from? Like, how did you, uh, how were you inspired to uh, come up with this innovation? Two years ago, I took my first programming class in school. So that's kind of when I first got into the field of coding and artificial intelligence. And then after that, I was actually accepted into a summer program where um, we learned about the basics of artificial intelligence and I coded my first AI project. And I realized I really, really enjoyed AI, like, is just really fascinating to me. And so, and one thing that I really like about AI is how you can apply it to almost any field, and you're not limited to just one specific field. So that's kind of where the indoor farming comes in. I found out um, about the concept of vertical farming, and that I also thought was super cool. Read out, I read up a little bit about it, and I saw that there were very, very many great benefits to vertical farming, like um, transportation, how it's super close to the city, and like how, you know, indoor farming, there's maximization of crop yield and just lots of many benefits. But there are some things that can be improved, like the labor costs and also in general, indoor farming, just um, like currently, if you wanted to apply a treatment to the field it was a little bit general and based on like standardized testing but with so i realized with my innovation reinforcement learning i could actually in, have individualized treatment for each plant and that's kind of where the idea started from well that's really cool so it ai was really kind of like where your your passions sort of started brimming uh but i'm curious you know like you did sort of say that you had learned about these uh, vertical gardening techniques, but are you a gardener yourself? Like, are you actually interested in, in gardening? Is that sort of like how the two worlds um, combined? Or did you just see a need in the vertical gardening field for your uh, an AI innovation? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a gardener, but I do take care of plants in my room. <laughs> and um, that is a that is like a hobby of mine. But it was I started with AI and I really like the application of it. 
Yeah. So where do you, I mean, obviously in 2021, the field of artificial intelligence has, uh, has evolved and and is, you know, really growing, you know, even as we are right now, how are your feelings about the the field of artificial intelligence? What would you really love to see yourself doing with uh, artificial intelligence? Well, artificial intelligence is a really new field. And I think I previously said there were so many applications of AI And um, I would like to explore more various ways of applying AI to different topics, maybe to fields that haven't been done before. Um, I really like um, one of the, I really like the, one of the applications of AI is in healthcare because, um, well, it can help it so much and healthcare is a super important field and um, it's super applicable to it as well. Why do you think it's so important uh, in all of these fields? And what could it really do to um, you know, make these all these fields more efficient? Before artificial intelligence, it was kind of hard programming. There was, it, it was like the programmer, humans, tell the computer, if this happens, then you do this. But with AI, you instead of just directly telling it what to do, you can actually code it and make sure that it learns by itself so that we don't have to tell explicitly what to do for every single scenario. And that's part of what makes everything so efficient. Like, for example, in my project, um, if you were to hard program it, I think that would be pretty really, like really hard and take a huge amount of time, probably not even possible because you would have to code every single scenario possible and then code what the machine has to do. But with AI, it can learn from pre-existing data that you Mm -hmm. feed into it and it can figure out patterns and um, like figure out what is the best action to take, for example, at this state. And that's what I really like. What I find fascinating about AI is how it can almost function, quote unquote, on its own. Um, of course, we're still getting there. There's still so much to, left to learn and explore in AI, but I think the progress we've made so far is really incredible. <laughs> you know, Jessica, you know, when I was in high school, you know, I was also, you know, really interested in artificial intelligence and robots, but it was primarily just through science fiction. Like there wasn't really a whole lot going on, you know, so I'm curious, you know, how did you first start learning about artificial intelligence as something that you could actually work in and start developing through an innovation? It's quite common, actually, like I found out from my friends, a lot of people think artificial intelligence and we automatically think of science fiction movies and like robots taking over the world. Um, But I think that's not going to happen for for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) when I first started learning what AI was and how it's not science fiction, just like how they depict it, um, it was through the summer camp that I was talking about. So I... I learned kind of first we eased into it with like the different types of machine learning. And I think that's like a really great way to start off with AI. And then once you kind of learn the concepts or that's how I learned it, once you kind of learn the concepts and the ideas of how it works, um, then I went into the coding and I had mentors to help me. And after that, it's just, if you want to apply it on your own, I did lots of research online. Um, and kind of figured it out. So just to clarify, Jessica, did you say that you you don't think that robots are going to take over the world yet, but at some point they might? 
it's quite unpredictable <laughs> and it's anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. So I, let's get, take you back to that place when you were first learning about these um, new innovations about artificial intelligence. Like um, were you always kind of like an inventive kid? And did you um, sort of see yourself when you were younger, you know, getting into science, potentially getting into tech into technology? What are like, what other things inspired you when you were younger? I grew up as a pretty actually arts-based girl, I guess. Um, I played musical instruments. I really enjoyed dancing. And I thought I was going to go into the creativity field when I was older. But it was when I got into high school and I kind of got exposed to more opportunities and different specific courses. I learned that I was actually pretty great at STEM and I wasn't intimidated by it anymore. So, and I realized that like, this is something I really enjoyed and I'm not sure why I didn't um, explore it more. But yeah, so since grade eight, I've basically, um, I first joined like a math honor stream at my school and that's kind of, that kind of opened up more opportunities for me. And then I talked about taking the first computer programming class at my school. So it kind of, my path, I guess, started with my school. And then from there, I gained confidence and um, and I guess just enjoyed the field a lot. So I did research and I did more extracurriculars in STEM specifically, like the science fair this year and youth innovation showcase. Maybe tell us a little bit about, uh, the process of going through the youth innovation showcase with your idea. Like how did your idea develop and how did going through the process of pitching your idea and uh, getting feedback, how did that all evolve for you? Yeah. So I actually started my project before I found out about the Youth Innovation Showcase. So I, I wasn't thinking exactly about pitching my idea in a way that like the Youth Innovation Showcase um, allows me to. Um, I was thinking just like about the scientific process and my project itself. So when I entered the Youth Innovation Showcase, I kind of thought about my project. It let me thought think about my project in a different way kind of like I'm I'm pitching my idea, right? So I really liked um, taking a new perspective on my product, my project and um, like pitching it in such a short amount of time, taking the critical points in my project and um, letting other people know about my project. Mm -hmm. And what were some of those different perspectives that uh, that helped you along the way? I had focused a lot on the coding part of it. And I, the different perspectives, I'd say one of them would be how exactly how it impacts the world. Like I knew from the start that um, it would help mm. vertical farming. And of course the helping vertical farming, helping indoor farming would lead to those different um benefits to the world, but I hadn't thought so deeply about it. So that was one of the perspectives that um, I enjoyed taking. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm curious, you know, you s thought you would go into the arts and now you're saying that you're now sort of in the STEM field, but do you ever find yourself, you know, leaning more um, into the arts when it comes to the types of projects that you're doing or even like the presentation? I watched your pitch and it was, you know, uh, it was a really well uh, designed layout. Do you ever find yourself, you know, using some of your art skills when it comes to your STEM work? Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you, by the way, for my those uh, words of encouragement 
um, I really love enjoying like making videos and movies. So I kind of incorporated that into my pitch. And um, yeah, for mm -hmm. actually last year, I made a project. Um, I kind of combined both the arts and the STEM field. I did a programming project for that I combined with music. So it was kind of like a platform to help with uh, visually impaired and maybe elderly and help them with learning mm. music or even just listening to music. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Are these future projects that you might have uh, brimming in the future for a future um, youth innovation showcase or a future science fair? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'd love to see it. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Let's Innovate. Uh, you can learn more about the Youth Innovation Showcase by going to sciencefairs.ca. Uh, follow on social media and Instagram uh, at Youth Innovation Showcase, Twitter at Youth Innovation. I'm on there too. Uh, Instagram is Michael John Unger, Michael J. Unger on Twitter. You can like and subscribe to this podcast, share with your friends. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but until next time, let's innovate.